This show is very not safe for work. The works being read do not represent the views of the hosts or guests. This show is a roast and should not be taken seriously. You can say panties elongated to 30 seconds, but you can't say the word pussy. No. David, what is the P word that goes in front of the word cat sometimes? Paraphernalia? (laughs) Yeah, David, can you say pussycat? No. (laughs) It just comes up. That's lewd! (laughs) Say what is it come out as? It must be really awkward when you're having conversations about people rescuing cats. Yeah, I'm like, man, thanks for saving my... (laughs) I can do all the pussy words for you. Oh, please do. The year is 2015. The world is once again engulfed in darkness. It has been 100 years since the last appearance of the Castle of Fan Fiction, and as the full moon rises over this accursed land, a vast silhouette of towers and spires materializes, its form spreading to the far horizon. Every harbinger of good begins to feel empty inside, while the forces of evil grow ever more in strength. The Castle of Fan Fiction, a sprawling mass of stone housing the worst horrors mankind can imagine and beyond. For every time the castle has appeared, the Nighthorse clan has also come forward to send it back to the void. Within these walls, the powers of the light will challenge hell's greatest creations. Will our brave warriors, Valerie, Logan, David, and Stevo? Hold the candle of humanity aloft after the battle, or will the flame be snuffed out by the terrors within? The only sure thing about this encounter is that it is a Friday. Friday night fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh, the dogs are already going absolutely nuts. Like, oh, it's not for enough. I can't believe it. my favorite time of the week. It's bug steal about going outside. It's their time it's their part. least favorite time of the week because they can't bug me for anything. They'll just sit there and go. Why do your dogs sound like they're air horns? Honestly, sometimes I would prefer to hear an air horn than experience the gross farts they have. Oh, we're just talking about that. Oh, gosh, really? (laughs) So this is like a reverse segue. Yes. Beautiful. This is Friday Night Fan Fiction. Joining me tonight are regular hosts David, Logan, Sean, Val, and our guest, Van Rugo Chad. And Van Rugo Chad. Woo. Bark, bark. Hi. Bark. Oh, okay. I'm shutting the door. Ladies, you keep your cat fights out there, even though you're dogs. Bitches, please. Bitches, please. I need to watch RoboCop again. I love that movie. (laughs) Wait, is that the noise that Judy makes when she farts? No. (laughs) That's enough of that. Uh, Judy, I didn't realize you had Chipotle for lunch. Gross. Uh, There is a Chipotle nearby. (laughs) Wait, do you want to tell uh, everybody Darnell's review of Mission Barbecue? Sure. Uh, Okay, so... Uh, Darnell said that uh, Mission Barbecue was terrible. 
255 out of 10 would eat everyone else's food to spare them from the travesty of actually eating it themselves. I hated every last morsel. Hated it so much I had to destroy it with my stomach acid. (laughs) Steve is right. I'm pretty great. (laughs) Wait, when did he add the last part? After I I, I assume after Dave told him. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, how you been, Fenrir? Uh, I am pretty good. Good. Ready to go. You ready to roll? Ready to roll. Good, because you're not prepared for what's about to happen. Uh, I don't even remember most of writing this, so, yeah. Wait, you wrote this? (laughs) Uh, Spoiler alert, duh. Oh, shit, I I didn't realize that you didn't know that. I didn't? (laughs) I I assigned this randomly? (laughs) Did you really, Steve, or are you play-play? No, I... (laughs) Are you play play? What are you cray cray? Yeah, no, are you, are for, you real, play, for real? Play. Are you a pl- play for play? <laughs> I pay for play. Yes. Wait. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm a pay to play political scheme, and you everybody went silent. Hmm? Well, apparently the max, I there's baloney in your paid slides. enough. Yes. Well, okay. I'm going to forget that you wrote this because I might not be able to hold back my rage. This is the brave little toaster goes to Mobius. Okay. Now, for those who don't know, Mobius is the setting for Sonic the Hedgehog. And for those who don't know, The Brave Little Toaster was a terrible movie. Oh, get <laughs> out of here. Don't Steve, actually no, it's true. get out of here. It's not. No. There okay, certain- the only thing good about it was John Levitz as the fucking radio. John Levitz? I think yeah. you mean John uh, Lovitz? Whatever. Fucking the guy. Listen, from the most Zip. important part of that movie was when the AC went insane and killed itself. <laughs> when the brave little toaster went to Mars because that actually happened. I didn't see the sequel. Uh, hey, already brave little toaster porn. Yo, oh. oh, okay, this is no joke. Boy. They're trying to figure out where the baby went because the baby there was a baby apparently and it got sent to Mars, but they're trying to figure out where it was. So they use like a Texas instrument fucking shitty calculator. And then the shitty calculator is able to tell them that it's Mars. <laughs> wow. See, I was just inspired by some tiny thing that I think Steve-O said one night on Friday Night Fan Fiction, like, months over a year ago. A long time ago. A long time ago. And then wrote this, um, I don't, e- I don't even know what okay. to call it. Well, then Dang. we're all going to experience this new together. David, stop playing GTA Five. I did. <laughs> David, stop playing GTA Five. <laughs> I did. All right. It just hasn't updated yet. No, it, the launcher it up- is still up on my desktop, so that's why it's still saying that it's there. It's not actually up. Uh, is he Twitch streaming? No. <laughs> I have to. I actually no, have to go check have, now. This. I, I need to set up an no alert. On. <laughs> oh right, the priorities here. Clothes is more important than making Steve-O... Rather, lack of clothes is more important than making Steve-O upset, right? Upside, uh, fucking Judy and I are getting new bikes. Yeah, So we're gonna, we're gonna bicycle around and stuff. That's pretty cool, right? Fitness. Fuck you, Steve. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Hey, guys, my name's Steve. I'm accused David of doing everything wrong and not have any evidence to back it up. <laughs> uh, hold on. Let me text Judy. She's on FaceTime with her kid. That's rude. Damn it. <laughs> well, you know what? It's okay. We'll just soldier forward. This is the Brave Little Toaster Goes to Mobius. And starting off tonight, we have... Check the stars here. Oh, Val is going to be refereed by Logan. 
Cheese balls. Oh, I'm starting for once. Wow. Yes. Well, wow. we gotta get the best out first, you know. You're you're our anchor runner, but in reverse. Thank you. I don't know what that was supposed to mean. The anchor runner is the runner in your uh, relay race that is the fastest, and you always have them go last well, what to make up for any make? time that the other people go. So she's our anchor runner, but in reverse. Yeah, but why wouldn't you put your anchor runner first so that you could get ahead? Well, you don't want other people. You want other people to be lulled into a false sense of security. I suppose there's that. Hey, oh, I, I, I ran track back in the day. Come on, what do you want? Chica managed to make it. Yep. Oh, hooray! Yay! All right, cool. How are you doing, Chica? I'm pretty good. How are you? Doing all right. Doing all right, all things considered. The fact that we're going to read something awful and terrible and deplorable is going to make my day that much better. Of course. All right, so let me add you to the rotation. But first up is going to be Val being refereed by Logan. Hooray. I don't know why I went to Blue's Clues. <laughs> okay. The brave little toaster goes to Mobius. Author's note. I do not own the rights to... Stop that. The rights mm-hmm. to the brave little toaster are to Sonic, blah, 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 legal stuff. I'm not making money off this. Also, any resemblance of characters to those living or deceased is purely coincidental. This means you too, Steve-O. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Additionally, I don't remember writing most of this, so this should be fun to rediscover. Is that true? Uh, that is absolutely true. Fantastic. <laughs> Or possibly on some manner of psychedelic. Uh, stoned, but it's legal where I am, so. Hey, man. I, I, think, I honestly think it should be legal everywhere. But, uh, yeah, man. Oh, look at Mr. Liberal Steve-O. I yeah, know. Liberal. I wear my heart on my sleeve. I bet liberal. your your dog is a cucker spaniel, you liberal. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would face palm less hard, but... <laughs> Oh no, it was a good joke. It was it was a good <laughs> joke. It's a bad reality. <laughs> yeah. Please proceed. Alright. Yes, please proceed. Chapter one. BLT. Well, this isn't good, said Toaster. The gang, consisting of himself, lamp, blanket, and a vacuum, Kirby, were sitting in a refrigerator box with the word junk printed on the side. It had been over a decade since their first adventure, and while the McGraw Gorties, McGrorty, McGrorty, McGoiters. That is yeah. their actual last name. McGroinsaw, McGrorties. I'd given them a good home, continuing to use them, caring for them, and getting them fixed over the years. This time, they were moving into a new house with all new appliances, and finally decided the gang had outlived their usefulness. It was 2016, after all, and everything that we cared about died then. So, <laughs> yep, the age of the Internet of Things. In the new house. <laughs> yes, the Internet of Things. I thought the Internet of Things was like the focus of t- 2007. See, Doesn't see, the matter. thing is, is that it was early in the year. I didn't know that the year was going to be so awful yet. Oh, <laughs> there was still positive outlook at that point. This is before <laughs> Alan Rickman died. Hello. <laughs> Goodbye. 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 I'm leaving now. Bye bye. Oh, by the way, Dave, I have a proposal for you. Oh now, yes! Now I that our patron you. saint Bill Paxton has passed on, we should now totally just send each other texts with Clancy Brown's image. I do like Clancy. Are you Brown. trying to kill Clancy Brown? <laughs> <laughs> I like Clancy Brown. He's cool. I, I can I can deal with him being the F and F patron saint. Sounds good to me. All right, Val. Now you may continue. One a year. Well, one till they die. Uh huh. In the new house, they had smartphones that connected to fancy technological devices that made their lives simpler. Still an expensive thing to have done, 
but Brob was a genius inventor and had designed a new method for computing quantum logic circuits, which had led to major advances in computing and sold the patent rights to Intel for millions of dollars in really? stock options, which had made the man a fortune in the last few years, and he was moving up in life. Renan sentence, hello. Yeah, that, was, yes. that was a hell of a sentence. There was a lot of stuff that happened in that sentence. Still, still doesn't beat last week with all the run on, running run on sentences. Keep running, running. Yep. And running, running, and running, running, and running, running, and running, running, and running. Two hours. We've been down this road before. Perhaps it's time we just yield to our inevitable demise and be recycled. Wait, were you walking the boulevard of broken dreams? I walk a lonely street when I play my favorite song, Wonderwall. You know, that whole hippie save the environment movement, Kirby mused, distraught by the thought of going back to the compactor or being melted down after being stripped of his electronics. They knew that if they sat in this box, they would be picked up by the trashmen. Off in the distance, they could see the high rises that marked downtown, with the tallest and largest building being the Gunko building, known for their advancements in dimensional, dimensional technology. Ah. There was a long pause before Lamb said anything. Well, I would rather not die today. And so as much as we can actually die, he looked longingly back at the house that would no longer have outlets for them anymore. We can't give up. We just can't, Toaster exclaimed. There has to be a place where we can be appreciated for what we are. We still have use. I can still make toast. And I can still suck. Sort <laughs> of. <laughs> <laughs> Good joke. Good joke. Said, said Kirby, picking up a little. My light bulb still comes on. Mostly, said Lamp. I'm warm, exclaimed Blanket before hiding sheepishly. Hi, warm. I'm, I'm dad. Like you. Thanks, dad. <laughs> uh, that's Done. The, the page. Who's, oh, who's next? sorry. Uh, next we, up. I, it's, it's the first reading. Like, it's the first page. And I'm trying to get better, more appropriate backing music for this right now. I'm under stress. Hey, next what could possibly be? Don't, don't tell Steve when the page ends or he'll yell at you. Yeah. What could possibly you know be supposed- better backing music? Like the Home Shopping Nano cha- uh, Nano Channel. <laughs> yeah, the Home Shopping Nano Channel. <laughs> Next up is Sean being refereed by me. So now I have to actually Steve-o, pay attention. Seriously, you should have done that earlier, you know, instead of playing Overwatch. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still love you regardless. <laughs> Toaster cut it immediately. So it's settled. We'll go to a place where we can find someone who will be happy with our abilities. He hopped out of the box and pulled his cable from behind him. Also out of the box. Also, <laughs> wouldn't the brave little instruments of doom, wouldn't they be able to like The brave little instruments they, of doom? I would watch the hell out of that. Like, I don't know if they like they, they covered this in the movie, but didn't they have to like uh, keep themselves plugged in or they couldn't do anything? Not uh, they can no. still move while not plugged in, kind of. Outside. They went to the woods. Yeah. That, they, they had an extension, extension cord. They have, like, charge power for a while. Also, it's it freaked weird. me out because, like, the vacuum cleaner is going forward. It sucks when it goes forward. Did they ever empty it? Was it a sexual experience when they emptied the bag? Oh, uh, yeah, he was real into it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it. He always would let it out himself later. And they, didn't, they didn't show that part on screen. Of course. Well, I mean, that would have been too much like for kids to handle. He on screen for that at some point. He did always look constipated. 
Well, he also sounded constipated too, but that's beside the point. Goodness. Lamp and blanket hopped on, crawled over the edge of the box, respectively, and then Kirby just rolled through the cardboard and tearing the box right through. They looked carefully, then crossed the street, left, then right, then left again, and set out. Safety is, of course, important when crossing the street, even in your neighborhood. <laughs> Thank you for this PSA. Yes, you always should buckle your seatbelt when you walk down the street. They slowly made their way across lawns, avoiding animals, people, and trash collectors. Also, just playing a game of Paperboy. Yep. This is beside the point, but have any of you all seen the English dub of Excel Saga? Yes. Uh, no, yes. I only watched the dubbed, uh, no, sub uh, version. All right, so there's a scene in Excel Saga where a bunch of shit construction equipment lands on Excel. I think this was like in the first episode. And then her and her friend pop out of a fucking hole and just say, wear a helmet and you're always safe. And then in Japanese underneath it, it says, warning, not true. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that. Which seemed to come around every 30 seconds, making pseudo random turns, almost like a video game or something. Oh, I'd play uh-huh. the brave little toaster first-person shooter. <laughs> they, made their way. they made their way to the edge of downtown where the Gunko building resided. When they got to the building, they had to decide how to proceed. We should just go in the front, suggested Kirby. No, Barrett, we're going to go through the stairs. We're going to go rescue Aerith. At- okay, I'll stop. All 64 floors, baby. Oh, man. that You know what? That was totally worthwhile to go through. <laughs> you just see Barrett go like, I'm gonna kill you after this. <laughs> I hope they keep that in the remake. Point. No, it's DLC. The first two floors are free. The rest you have to pay for. The back would be a much better idea, said Toaster. We may have to take the stairs, but it should be unpopulated. <laughs> Lamp- <laughs> Lampy looked confused for a moment. We need to get to the top floor, right? That's where they do the experiments with the dimensional portal. Hold on. <clears throat> what? Um, uh, you know, as you do. <laughs> yeah. This is like post Sonic X. So it's like. <laughs> they said earlier that Gunko is the leader in dimensional research or something. I didn't realize that Gunko was the host of Black Mesa. It's it's the uh, company that like controls everything in the uh, like Sonic. Oh, no, um, this ties series. in. This ties in because it, in Sonic Adventure 2. The big truck that chases you in the first level is a gun truck from it's, no, it's Gun-Co. from Gunco. Yes, the entire all of the machines that you fight in that game are all Gunco. I totally get wow. it now. Wow. Yeah. Toaster I... nodded at Lampy. Yes, it allows for them to draw a lightning power directly into the charge of the plasma battery that they use to power the dimensional gate. Since the Chaos Emeralds and the Master Emerald have been returned to Mobius. Oh, of course. You know, yes. as you do. <laughs> no, duh. It's the show canon. Drink every right. time David says, as you do. Listen. As you do. Don't get drunk, kids. It's bad for your health. Blanket had held his tongue for long enough. Wait, shouldn't we tell the readers how we know all this stuff? Wouldn't yeah. Be- <laughs> Thanks, Blanket. <laughs> Wouldn't it be confusing for them if we don't explain where we learned all of this seemingly it, random trivia? It's almost as if the story is self-aware. Mmm. Mm. Lampy scoffed and pulled his plug in front of his mouth. Ha! They should know that this is fan fiction. We aren't supposed to explain anything. They knew that, what that, they were getting into. That technically is the rule of fan fiction. Oh. Yep. We can make this as hard to follow as we want with no consequences. 
I'm on to you, and I don't like it. <laughs> I'm on to you, and I really top? like it. Why are you on him? Because I'm a top? No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> I still love you. Blanket furrowed his settings and replied, Well, it wouldn't take much effort, just a line or two of dialogue to explain how Rob's work or the contract with them or how we saw things on the news. He sighed, There's no point. Why make an in-depth story with real plot and characterization if no one will appreciate it? If we take too many extra lines of dialogue to explain trivial things, the story might get too long, might get to be too long. Good. And the No, no. And the reader will be wondering when the story will get to the juicy parts. Oh no. Like right now, for instance, with all this over-explaining. Oh, I really hope the next page is just a stat sheet for the toaster. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, then we have to read every agonizing second of it. <laughs> didn't we do that for the old stat sheets? I think so, except for yours, because you didn't have one at first. Yeah, because yeah. you guys are a bunch of motherfuckers. <laughs> How am I a bunch no. of motherfuckers? I no, I'm talking to our fans. Getting... <laughs> I'm talking directly to whoa, our whoa, fans. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Our fans are saints. Wait, they're from <laughs> Saints Row? Yes, they're they, they're all part of a multinational gang that becomes superheroes and also the president. Yes. Yeah. Don't want to close my eyes. So that includes me, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. Okay. okay. As, a, as appropriation. All right, next up is Sheikah being refereed by Logan. Oh, goodness. I'm refing again? Yeah, you and I both ref twice tonight. Okay. Hey, man, look, just because you've got stamina doesn't mean you rub it in the rest of us. <laughs> Wait, did you just check his stat sheet to make sure he had enough stamina? Yes. Okay, good. Okay, we're, stat sheet. we're on page three. I don't have a stat sheet. It just says stamina on it. <laughs> <laughs> In, In big 72 Comic Sans font. No, it's it's a, it's a respectable font. It's Calibri. Oh, fine. You know, I'm just going to change it to Papyrus now. Ooh. Screw you. <laughs> okay, so... Blanket scrunched up his plastic face. Wait. <laughs> well, that's already a drink. Blanket scrunched his plastic face up more, pulling a corner in front of his mouth in confusion. But we spent so much time explaining why we didn't. Why didn't we just do it and save time? I just don't. He shook his head inside. Ah, okay, whatever. I guess we'll do it your way. I agree with Toaster. He makes excellent decisions. <laughs> and is definitely the party leader. So what he should normally go. We don't talk about the time he tried to get us into Amway. Or to Mars. I'll put that ahead of you. He made everybody go to fucking Mars. Oh, there you go. Hey, it all worked out fine. Remember, as what Rob Zombie said, everybody, 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 everybody's fucking in a UFO. I was going to say, like, Rob Zombie made the uh, Homestar Runner intro. <laughs> <laughs> everybody, yeah, everybody. Yeah. Well, that's everybody, a great remix idea. I'm going to go write it down. Yeah. Everybody and everybody, but everybody going to Homestar Run. It's a minute to Rob Zombie. Sorry, that was that was the. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Rob Zombie is terrible, but you know what? (laughs) This song's pretty jamming. Everyone loves Rob Zombie, Homestar. Exactly. Please. Homestar. So, with Limp agreeing with Toaster, the four of them made their way around to the back and found the service entrance. And using his cable, Toaster opened the door and ushered the group inside. 
They then realized that this plan had a problem. Stairs and lots of them. <laughs> the 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 three looked at Kirby, <laughs> who was having PTSD flashbacks about Jeez. stairs from their early adventures. Oh no, it's like with the dog and the cupcakes. Don't you think you hit for that? No. Oh, no. Wait. no. The 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 GIF. I was like the dog and the cupcakes. Yes. He shook himself back into the moment and with a determined look threw his cable over the railing up a floor and began to pull himself up. The other three scuffled about, getting themselves composed. They they even scuffle and gain composure at the same time and began climbing the stairs the long way up to the top. Each floor took Y equals 1.1x plus one minute. for them to complete and they climbed up five floors then to floor 10 and they just wait 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 wait. we need to stop first off that's that's a graphical coordinate that's not uh that's not a time like no at uh you no wait yes yes okay okay because 1.1 x x being the number of minutes or sorry x being the floor guys i'm off work i don't want to think about math anymore it does make sense. It means the it first may, floor took two point one. No, that. no, it doesn't, us, like, it doesn't make commentary. sense to have all right times x. That doesn't make sense. I'm gonna go. Book it also it. doesn't have to explain anything. I mean, yeah, it's true. He doesn't have to explain anything, but it's nice that he <laughs> and does. I did an excellent job reading the exact commas right after that. No one pointed out. I don't. I don't even. I'm still sitting here applauding everything. <laughs> I'm just going through the motions. Val has he a waterbed instead of a chair now. Out on the dance floor, but when the rapper was done, they wasn't yelling hardcore. <laughs> but David, I just said, shut up and dance with me. People were tired of the same old groove. They wanted something. All right, let's let her read. <laughs> but I'm not done. You have to hear the last part. No, I don't. Something, something easy to do, but hard to resist. I got something for y'all. What do you call it? A twist. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Do All twist. right. D- David, shut up, please. <laughs> Some amount of minutes. And they climbed up five floors, then to floor ten, and they just kept climbing, growing more tired with each flight, wondering if the stairs would ever end. At floor 25, they were exhausted and had been climbing for over an hour. Oh, I guess that's the, the equation. Yeah, I, 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 don't think your, I don't think your formula works. <laughs> yeah. So, it seemed like they were still an eternity away from the top. After around six more hours, oh, and several stops to rest on the way up. What? That's cheating. They finally reached floor 50. Oh, sweet Jesus! Finally, we're here! Lamp exclaimed, barely dragging himself up the final step. They stood before a large door, steel, with a trigger handle. Kirby reached out and wrapped his plug around the handle and gave it a tug. Trigger handle, so like a, a revolver gun handle or what? No, it's one of the handles that you use with where you... It's got the handle and then you put... At the, on your thumb on the I top. I like how he's trying to explain how thumb. a door works to me. <laughs> yeah. No, a vacuum. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the the thing doesn't have any hands to begin with, which is fucking remarkable. <laughs> it also doesn't have any legs, which makes it remarkable that they got it's, those stairs. It's baby's first tentacle porn. Each appliance only has one tentacle. It's locked, Kirby okay, said with a scowl. I wasn't on board for the slowly story, turns towards Toaster. I mean, That's alright. That, wait, that, that sells it on looks- you, Dave? No. This looks like a job for our entirely prehensile friend. Toaster <laughs> trails off, gesturing towards Blanket. The Blanket crawls up to the door handle, 
and looks into the lock. He pulls out what looks like a bobby pin. Oh, for a second. It could I be anything, apparently. <laughs> it looks like a bobby pin. Yeah, it's a paperclip. This is definitely an expert rank lock, so I'll have to be careful. I've only got four bobby pins and haven't taken the perk to prevent my bobby pins from breaking. Okay, okay. so begin showing the, the mini game from Oblivion for breaking the lock. Wrong! Fallout 4. I don't play anything by Bethesda. He inserted the bobby uh, pin should. into the lock Wait. and picked an angle, then pulled out a small screwdriver to apply pressure to the barrel. This is surprisingly technical. The first one broke as soon as he put pressure on it. Damn it all, that one must have already been used. There are only three left now. <laughs> Excellent narration. Oh, I forgot the blanket voice on that one. Forgive me. He put the second one in and very carefully put pressure on it a few times. This time finding a spot where the barrel started to move before the second one broke. As he was putting pressure on the third bobby pin, Lamp called out to him. How much longer? My base is worn from these concrete stairs. 50 floors, remember? Nearly eight hours of climbing. And next up is, see you guys, I'm on top of this. Next up is me being refereed by Val. Oh boy. About time. <laughs> I mean that you're actually good at your show. It took me one time. One time. Why does it keep happening then? One snappy microphone time. I'm yep. stuck in one of those Groundhog Day style loops. Sorry. All right. No, you're not. <sighs> you're not sorry. No, I'm Steve O. Blanket began oh. to get frustrated that his concentration was broken and tightened his grip, putting too much pressure on the lock and breaking his third pin. Tink. One left, and he tried to take a breath to calm down and get this done. He was careful. He really was looking for that sweet spot. Mm. And he thought he had found it. But as he put the last bit of pressure on, getting excited from his victory, the lock caught and the last pin broke. Tink. Blank. <coughs> Blanket twitched a bit and then slid to the ground and started crying. <laughs> Kirby smacked Lamp with his cable. You idiot! He was no, so... No, no. What? what? That's not Kirby. Kribby! Kribby! <laughs> it's, it's, it's the vacuum's cousin from the West Coast. <laughs> you idiot! He was so close. If you had just kept your trap shut, this wouldn't have been a huge waste of time. Lamp deflected. It was all the toaster's idea. You're going to be mad at anyone. Should be him. You was the yeah. one who suggested it. What? Down with the proletariat. <laughs> right there with you. But it's definitely your fault that now we have to go back down. Toaster stepped between down, the two of them down, to calm them down. Why don't down, we try knocking? Down, who knows? Down. Maybe someone will answer. And while it's against the rules, we could try to get their help. Wait, what rules? Down, down. Doesn't matter. Keep going. <laughs> the rules. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, like the Toy Story rules where nobody can tell that they're alive, but unless they unless they're trying to scare a child and then scar them for life. Exactly. I'm sorry that we spent so much effort on my plan, only for it to break down at the end. Kirby, would you down. do me the honor of knocking? Toaster always had a way with words to defuse the situation. All right, I appreciate your apology. This is too well written. Where's the sex? It's gonna happen. Give it, a give it time. That toaster is looking mighty vulnerable. No, he's not. The lamp is looking vulnerable. Anyways, he pushed himself. It's always vulnerable. 
He pushed himself against the door, slamming into it a few times. Oh, wait a minute. Is this going to be like that time Archer stuck his dick in a vacuum cleaner? Sure. Oh. oh. <laughs> they waited for a few minutes and began to hear footsteps drawing closer to the door. They heard the bolt slide out as the door unlocked, and a bearded face opened up the door. <laughs> Steve Wozniak. <laughs> Moderate build, wearing a lab coat. Sweet, it's not me! And a shirt that had a pair of headphones around a SNES it's controller. God damn it! <laughs> you know, I'm sure there are other beardy fans of fucking OC Remix. Yeah, We're it's nerds! Sixto. It's actually Sixto. <laughs> Speaking of Sixto, if you ever listen to this, I really hope you have a speedy recovery from your surgery. When he opened the door, he saw that there was four old appliances on the floor on the 50th floor landing of the service entrance of to the Gunco building. Well, this wasn't the strangest thing that had <laughs> that happened all week to him. It was pretty close to the top. Earlier in the week, he had had to read the new chapter of a fanfiction based on a 30-second ad spot for a coffee brand in the <laughs> 90s that involved incestuous relations. I can, I can only assume they're talking about Tim Hortons. Still, he was curious about how an old desk lamp, vacuum toaster, and electric blanket had ended up on his doorstep, but he wait, did- Wait, 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 Steve. Yes. All right. Hear me out on this. No. So- I said uh, no. <laughs> there are four of them, right? Dave, I said no. And they're on the floor? Yeah. Uh, Dave. So, David, I'm quite sure he add, said no. We should add some sweet, sick beats to it and make it a four on the floor beat. <laughs> 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 oh, I am so happy that I have power of attorney over you. <laughs> Put down that knife. I, David, hereby <laughs> renounce my United States citizenship and I'm a proud citizen of North Korea. Oh, thank God. At least there, their dictator isn't insane. <laughs> really? I'm trying hard not to laugh. It isn't working. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Four on the floor. I know, but he didn't realize this that this action was going to cause him to see things worse than he could have ever dreamed. Oh, I'm excited. Chapter two, me, Steve-O. No, yeah. Author's note, I was pretty sure you had an overclocked after dark shirt, Steve-O. If not, my bad, but that's my head cannon for you. My head is a cannon. Also, the overclocked after dark shirt was just a picture of me giving the I, thumbs uh... up. I like how uh, I really was hoping that he would have started chapter two. Steve-O, I don't own the rights to Steve-O, nor do I make any money off of Steve-O. <laughs> I would have been okay with this. Next up is Fenrir being refereed by me. Oh, oh. oh. Uh, there was no doubt about it. Things had just gotten much weirder. Not only had these appliances shown up to his office, where he wrote music for Gunco promotional videos after hours, but now they were talking. Maybe Val had slipped some, him some acid this morning. Oh, oh of God. course! As one, you know, that's just what Val does in her spare yeah. time. You know, yeah, it, it, it's whatever like, makes the relationship work, right? Hold on, I've got, I've got, a, I've got a, I've got a direct line to Val's thoughts right now. Canadian bacon. Canadian whiskey, LSD. <laughs> Canadian flavored LSD. Canadian maple bacon flavored LSD. Dude, that sounds like a good time. <laughs> also, Canadian hockey, Canadian maple flavored hockey, Canadian maple mm. hockey flavored LSD. Hockey flavored? Yes, it tastes that like sweat. 
Cold sweat. <laughs> cold, yeah. cold sweat and lost teeth. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that had to be it. Uh, he had seen Sonic in the search for love and Halcyon daycare. He thought that nothing could surprise him at this point, but here it was. Like something out of the movie Eight Crazy Nights, but less Jewish. You know what? It honestly would have been great if you did Sonic in the search for My Immortal and Halcyon daycare. So you already screwed one of them up. Could have no, gone for two. we did Halcyon daycare. We did Salacyon daycare. I know. At Halcyon University. I know. I know. I but well, what's healthy on daycare? It doesn't exist. So don't write it. Yes, uh, write it. Are you kidding me? Steve-O had to yell. Apparently, uh, sorry, absolutely appalled by the position he had been put in. How does this even make sense? Wait, should I be doing my own lines or do you guys want to try doing your best Steve-O voice? Best Steve-O voice. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much what Afrox said. Steve-O, don't write it. Uh, the rest of the, the listeners, <laughs> lol. <laughs> uh, well, have you ever seen a vacuum or a toaster or electric blanket in a Sonic show? Toaster asked Stevo with a knowing smile, knowing that the answer was in fact no. Oh, because actually, uh, Sonic Boom, uh, Amy had to get this one girl an electric blanket and started a fire. Well, the point is that Sonic hasn't seen the show, so of course he wouldn't know. Well, he has. We watched. We watched Sonic Boom together. It's great. There's like nine okay. different Sonic shows, David. Exactly. Oh well, it's Sonic Boom. It's the only good one. That that is true. It is. Uh, a good one. So we need to go where we'll be needed and appreciated. Toaster said with determination spelled out. Yeah. Um, They'll take care of us, keep us in good shape, and will use us solely for our intended purpose, Steve-O. Steve-O couldn't help but reply, Fan fictions are too fucked up for that to be the case. This couldn't end like some kid's movie where you find a reasonable home for the rest of your days until you become lovable piles of rust. He turns and points to Blanky, you're a heated fuck rat. Wait a minute, can I and please say that? I really want to say that. Yes. You're a heated fuck rag. Then yeah. he turns to Kirby. You can read this if you want to as well. No, I just wanted to read You're a Heated Fuck Rag. You're a vacuum, and your face is the suction end. Then to Toaster. And you, just, I don't know, but echidna penises. (laughs) (laughs) From the thought. That's not even what it's read. What's written? What? But echidna penises? Don't ask how. No, yeah, yeah. You're like, I don't know. Oh, sorry. And you, just don't ask how I know. But echidna penises. Really don't ask how I know. I had a job in between college and my current job that I'm not very proud of. Liar. (laughs) Masturbating echidnas? (laughs) Liar. Yeah, I'm going to call liar on that one, too. Okay. The point is, you have the opportunity to neuter the story here. Pardon the pun. Toaster turned and and looked at his friends, each of them sharing a caring look as they confirmed their original decision without words, then turned back to Steve-O. We're sure this is what we want. No, need to do. Not just for the sake of the story, but for our own sake. For the happy ending we might find. The other appliances cheered the statement. With With an exasperated sigh, Steve-O assented to sending them through the portal to Mobius. He guided them through the building, relieved by the thought that once they are gone that he will at least be out of the story. Yeah, sure, like, that's gonna fucking happen! They got into the large room. On one side was a portal that, would activate it, would take the uh, occupants to Mobius. Oh my god, Mobius. why did sexy music side, just start playing? was a wall. Boom. 
On the other wall was a terminal, a machine connected to the city's power grid. It would redirect the power from the grid to power their emulated Master Emeralds. Next page. Next up is... Logan being refereed by David. I wrote a mouthful. I should have read this out loud before I... It's all the same. Logan? I'm, I'm waiting for a change. Da- David. Okay, stop. Jeez, I guess he doesn't like careless or dead. No, <laughs> no, I, I was enjoying it. I just wanted you to finish. Oh, well, I appreciate you being a generous lover. Yeah, okay. Some of us in this call are. Yeah, Steve. Not not like those greedy lovers like Steve. <laughs> yeah, who takes it all for himself. Even and the ones he he's steals not all the blankets. Take. Yeah, the jerk. The fuck blankets? Yes, the, like the, the dirty fuck rags. <laughs> yes, the, the dirty fuck rags. All right, uh, page six, right? Yes. Thank you. Steve-O walked over to the terminal no. and navigated through the interface to the program that would start up the power redirection program. The program the that does the program for the program. Yes, yes, all the programs. You don't have programs? Start up other programs? programs? Within programs. I'm a scripter. I don't deal with that shit anymore. <laughs> The machines began to hum from the huge amount of power being drawn from all over the city. Bolts of electricity and glass tubes were f- began firing on the sides of the portal, and a hole began to open. Within a minute, the hole peeled back to reveal grass on the other side, and Mobius' sun shone through, a contrast to the night that had fallen in their world. The appliances thanked steve for all his help, and waddled, rolled, hopped, and dragged their way through to the other side. Steve-O watched them, his heart warm by the thought of them moving on to a possibly better life when his blood ran cold. <laughs> oh no! I you ran didn't ahead. open the portal. Recalling a conversation he had heard, each time the portal was activated cost about $12 million, plus <laughs> would cause blackouts across the city. What he had done was no simple thing. He could be arrested or fined for what he did. Fired at him at a minimum with no unemployment. No! Well, if he went through the portal, he would at least be able to hide in Mobius until he, he was able to return from either the power of the chaos or Master Emerald. After calling Val to explain, she agreed to call in sick for him, and he fled through the portal before it could close. Thank you, honey. He stumbled into the sun and ran off, burning up into a crisp. No longer important to the story. <laughs> this is what it actually says. I was really hoping that you were going to continue writing Steve in the story just to fuck with him. You know, we're not done yet. This could be misdirection. <laughs> Chapter 3. An electrifying welcome. Oh, God. No, Author's please, no note. electrical sounding. No, no catheters, please. Author's note. Flickies are the names of animals that pop out of the robots in Sonic games. When you kill them, they power the robots. I did not know they were called Flickies. Yeah, but if you look at the the logo for Sonic 3D Blast at its normal resolution on your bigger resolution computer, it looks like it says Fuckies Island. (laughs) (laughs) The appliances stumbled through the through the into the sunlight of Mobius. The immediate, they immediately came across Sonic, Tails, Amy, and Knuckles hanging out at a picnic table with a large plate of chili dogs. 
kick it away. Tails was the first to notice the quartet of animated appliances heading towards them. In a fit of hilarious misunderstanding, which I won't bore you with, oh, no. the four mistook the appliances at first as some of uh, Robotnik's finite. <laughs> F- sorry, flicky applied. Fucky. Just say occup- fucky, fuck- it's fine. The fucky the occupied robots and nearly killed the appliances. Thank goodness they didn't, or the story would be over. But in an alternate version, it does. All right, so e- drink every time the story talks about itself. <laughs> uh, after <laughs> the absolutely idea. riotous events, You're not the and the Mobians stood down, Amy, the compassionate one of the group, asked the appliances why they came to Mobius. There's, there's, looks what looks like a double space there. Yeah. And how they got through the portal without the power of the chaos or master emeralds. The group relayed their tale, how it began, the events of the first movie, and in a moment of (laughs) increased self awareness, mentioned this alternate universe where they go to movies instead of Mars. (laughs) Oh. They they, they did it, Dave. The tale brings tears to the eyes of the Mobians, even Knuckles, (laughs) despite his best attempts to not chuckle. (laughs) 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 To hide it. About their reunion, he bawled harder than Amy. I'm done. I know. I would like to read again, as I do have to go to work soon. Read again. David is also going to be your ref again. The anthropomorphic heroes accepted the plea and agreed to bring them into the fold as guests of their households. And each one took an electric companion. Oh, boy. This is going to get weird. <laughs> Gonna. <laughs> Home with them. Post haste. Ladies first. Amy took the vacuum. <laughs> Kirby to assist her in uh, womanly deeds. Deeds? <laughs> deeds. Womanly deeds. <laughs> Tails womanly next, being the youngest, took a liking to Blanky and took the electric blanket back to his workshop. Knuckles, who was given next pick by Sonic's good graces, chose Toaster, who moved him so much by his story and subtly wiped his tears of the tiny eyes of the tiny tears forming at the decision. Sonic, being last, giving his friends their pick first, picked up Lampy to take with him to his new home. In another part of the meadow, Steve-O was picked up by Robotnik having seen the human come out of the portal for his own nefarious plans. Oh. Chapter four. What do you think womanly deeds meant? Um. Uh, author's note. Sorry about all the math. If it doesn't turn out funny, it sounded funny late at night. I just imagine uh, Fenrir sucking his thumb at six o'clock in the morning. Numbers are funny. Uh, trigger, trigger warnings. Uh, hashtag misogyny. Hashtag math. Hashtag furries. I'm out. I like one of those things. Yeah, Dave, we uh, know you love math. <laughs> yeah, we know you're super into math, buddy. <laughs> well, I mean, YX or Y equals X or MX plus B. So, you know. What's the quadratic hey, equation, Dave? Uh, 2A plus uh, or 2A times 3A minus 4B equals 2 over 3. Yes, I would like my pills, please. (laughs) (laughs) Arriving at her cottage, Amy Rose assisted Kirby up the steps and opened the door for him into their house. The wonderful thing about a sentient vacuum is that you don't need to do any of the work. Kirby plugged himself into an outlet Conveniently, it uses the same wiring setup as the ones in the human world do. Oh, or this no, would be a we could have watched fic. them blow up. Boom. Well, I mean, like, 
Yeah. <laughs> if they're British appliances. <laughs> That's so That's gonna be disturbing. Quick, quick true story. My brother is finishing up his year abroad in Israel and he brought his PlayStation 4 over, but he has yet to plug it in because his roommate, the first time they tried to plug in his Xbox One, literally started smoking and catching on fire. And set to work making those floors spotless. Amy, being a woman, now had the, the thing that took up 50% of her time, the other 50% making sandwiches in the kitchen, displaced wow. by this wonderful, if now slightly problematic device. How was she going to spend this newly freed up 35% of her time? She spends 29% of her time sleeping. Uh, yeah, you're right. This math does not check out. <laughs> I like how that's the math. She's very precise about that number. No, you all need to pay attention because this is going to be on the exam when we're done. Listen. She could take up knitting or more cooking, or maybe she could watch reality shows on TV. But those were all too stereotypical for a woman, as she spends 58% of her time performing womanly tasks as it is. Maybe she'd go catch up some tail from, well... Maybe Tails? While the thought amused her, he was too kiddish for her. After 12... Uh, she's 12 after all, and he's only 8. Uh, sure, his toys were fun. He was a genius after all. But he was always too shy, timid, and still too immature. And that's so not immature. what she wanted. And that's no good. Then she had an idea. It was a wonderfully... It was a wonderful, awful idea. Let's go make a Kickstarter for a butt plug that plays music via Bluetooth. That's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> what? I feel like there's a lot of money to be made in this idea. Hold on, I'm I mean, googling we can partner Bluetooth. with Bad Dragon. No, no, it plays the music like through a speaker into your butthole, so you get oh, vibrations. Wait. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There was a sucker that did that a long time ago. No, there's not a butt plug, but there is Hush, the world's most powerful vibrating butt plug, and it just shows a remote control app, and then the butt fucking... And uh. then the butt fucking. <laughs> it doesn't play uh, she music. She got ideas 17% of the time, but she's a woman, so she knows they can't be any good. She went upstairs to her room and shut her door for a bit. Kirby, being the colonel that he is, just kept right on sucking to his heart's content, making her hardwood floors shine. They were so clean. You could even eat your soup out of the ashtrays. It's okay. They're clean. Ew. Uh, Fenrir, this yeah. is bad. Yeah. This is bad. All right. Okay. Get out of here, Logan. Yeah. Well, I don't have to go to work yet. Okay, fine. You can stay. David, you're up being refereed by Sean. Uh, we're on page eight now yes after about a half hour kirby was still fervently working away at some of the corners and i did furniture when the door upstairs opened he didn't even notice as amy appeared at the top of the stairs wearing a pink camisole with hat-shaped cups, shit, pink lace, and of course, matching panties. The air behind her was humid, and her hair hung loose curls on her shoulders. She doesn't have curly hair. Indicating that she had just gotten out of the shower. The scent of perfume filled the air. She began to descend the stairs, slowly rubbing her body against the banister as she walked. She slowly sauntered over to the couch now 
exceptionally clean and stretched herself against the pillows, laying on her side, propping her head up with an elbow and watching Kirby whack. After a few minutes, Kirby drove over to the trash can and emptied his bag carefully to ensure he wouldn't get any of the dust he had just picked up back onto the floor. I need a drink. That's that's hard to do. I really like some of these cat panties you're posting. Upon finishing this action, before he could resume his work, Amy called out, Well, you've certainly been working hard, but I'd like you to take a break from your current task. I had something else in mind for what you could do next. Kirby, determined to please his new owner, eagerly rolled up to the couch to wait for her instructions. Amy reached out as she stroked the handle of the vacuum cleaner. She paused for a few moments before continuing. I can see that you're pretty good at your job. She smiled coyly. <laughs> coyly. Oh. No springs. Of course. Oh, yeah, sorry. Of course. Thank you. Kirby said Riley. I have 1.5 horsepower motor and was a technological marvel at the time. I can suck as good as the rest of them. I, of the group, was the least obsolete. Amy giggled. That's what I hope to find out. She sat up, spread her legs, revealing her panties, up which upon closer inspection <laughs> revealed everything. Could you say panties again, but slower? You said it a little fast. Panties. <laughs> <laughs> This is what I want you to suck up next. Gesturing to her loins as she spoke. Oh, no, please don't suck the genitalia off. I mean, stranger things have happened. Yes, like in Stranger Things. uh, Kirby was unsure what to make of this. This wasn't a floor or anything else he had had cleaned before. Perhaps she meant the couch again? Again? Her next words, though, made everything snap into place in his mind. I want your powerful motor to suck up my You can say panties elongated to 30 seconds, but you can't say the word pussy. No. David, what is the P word that goes in front of the word cat sometimes? Paraphernalia? (laughs) Yeah, David, can you say pussycat? No. (laughs) <laughs> it just comes no, up. That's lewd. <laughs> Say what is it come out as? It <laughs> must be really awkward when you're having conversations about people rescuing cats. Yeah, I'm like, man, thanks for saving my. <laughs> I could do all the pussy words for you. Oh, please do. <laughs> I've been so lonely lately. With Sonic constantly off-foiling Dr. Eggman's plans, that I haven't had any opportunity to count my one-minutes. Why why did you mumble that part? Because she's she's trying to be all seductive, and my seductive voice is not (laughs) good. Kirby was frozen with apprehension. This was something he had never been asked to know. That hurt. He wasn't even sure that it was plausible. I mean, it doesn't have a hose. It already looked clean from the shower. I mean, what more could he do? 
Amy moved to the spotless floor in front of the couch. All right, Carl, step it back a little bit. Oh, dude, tell me you to go next. Her back resting on the against the cushions, she spread her legs again and reached out to grab his handle and lightly pushed on his handle, handle. causing him to tilt slightly backwards on his handle. I am not sure this is a good idea. Great oh, yes, he idea. trailed off, so I'm not so sure. I'm not sure this is a good idea. Great idea. This is the second time you screwed it up. Fucking, I'm not sure this is a great idea. Thank you. Kirby trailed off. Amy just looked at him slyly and pushed him towards her. Hold him. Hold him towards her. <laughs> let me read. Let me read. Uh, uh, Val, are you okay with swapping with Sheikah? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Sheikah. Cool. Still unsure about the idea, but wanting to please his mistress. Oh, wait. He turned on Logan, his motor. Logan, here? Yeah, All right, you're, you're reffing this. floor brushes to spin okay. rapidly. When the brushes came in contact with Amy's vagina, she began to moan. Oh, the suction so... wasn't too strong, and the brushes were surprisingly soft. No. <laughs> Kirby could feel Amy's juices pouring out onto his brushes. My brushes. Are you sure it's not blood? Oh my god, yes, please, yes. Just like that. She squealed in delight when he began to work his way up and down her vagina from her clit down to her ass. (laughs) She was becoming more wet by the second and her breathing was quickly becoming haggard as her heart rate picked up. If she's becoming wet while the sucking's going on, then obviously the vacuum cleaner is not working as designed. What? It's a wet dry vac. Oh, it's a wet dry vac. Okay, there you go. What? Oh, I was saying that if she's still getting wet while the vacuum cleaner is going, it's not working as designed. Yeah, just, let, just let her read. It's working exactly as designed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're you're just trying to put too many things into a story that's already taken a couple of liberties. After just a few minutes more focusing Moments on her clit, she screamed and squirted all over Kirby's brushes. <laughs> the fluids were sucked into Kirby's bag as she came. Uh. Unfortunately, Kirby wasn't a young vacuum. <laughs> oh dear. He wasn't built for handling liquids. Ah, it's not dry back. It's not. The wiring wasn't what it used to be. The liquid caused a short in the motor, and the electricity traveled through the liquid no! into Amy and threw her into the ground. Kirby and Amy seized up. By the time Kirby's short circuit emergency cutoff kicked in, it was too late. Amy already had over a hundred amps run through her, causing um. most of the. You're dude! <laughs> yeah, this was sexy. Now it's not. What's wrong right, with so you, Fenrir? It only takes blood vessels in her lower body to either become fried or burst, killing her. Jesus, man. A hundred amps? There was no vacuum cleaner that ran a hundred amps. I know. Most most vacuums ran on like 25 at most. I actually couldn't find anything about it, so I, I just had to throw a number in. After how hired me meticulous as a you were in the last chapter <laughs> with your numbers, <laughs> this was, yeah, what, go, dude, you ruined the mood. <laughs> I have a headache. I'm going I'm to bed. No sex tonight. A minute or so later, a knock on the door occurred. After no answer was heard, a voice said to itself, "Huh." could have sworn I had heard good material for FNF going on in here. Oh, fuck off! 
<laughs> Slowly, cautiously, the door opened to reveal Steve-O with a pen and a pad of paper. His eyes slowly scanned the room, then fixed themselves on the scene with Amy and Kirby. His eyes grew wide as he started to freak out. He dashed off to find help. Well, you almost had me down perfectly, except I don't ever write with pen and paper because I can't read my own goddamn handwriting. That's what I was going to say. Like, well, the again, pen and paper another, part is unbelievable. It's an artistic liberty, all right? <laughs> It's not very yeah, artistic. Just like in when when in that movie by JRPG. That, J. R. P. G. that sure is a very artistic story about the people getting electrocuted. Yeah, JRPG uh, Tolkienstein's Lord of the Grim. Chapter five: A boy can't have too many sex toys. Uh, I equivocally they can if they can't fit it into their house. Author's note: Just because Tails is my favorite, he isn't safe from what's coming next. Oh, boy. (laughs) Okay. All right, Sean, just to say, you're up next. Uh, Referee yourself. I have to go take care of something on the side. He's got to go pee. (sighs) Okay. Tails carried Blanky back to his shop. Both had grins plastered on their faces, though for entirely different reasons. (laughs) Anxious to try out his new electric blanket, Tails informed Blanky that he was tired and intended to take a nap. Blanky was thrilled by the opportunity to snuggle up with his new buddy already. Tails brought the electric blanket blanket into his bedroom, which seemed to be an extension of his workshop. Incomplete gadgets were spread out or hung from nearly every surface. His bed was actually the body of one of his early versions of the tornado, retired and repurposed. You miss miss a word. Where? Is early, early versions. Oh, you're right. Okay. Early, early versions of the tornado, retired and repurposed from when the body was still painted to be his colors before Sonic suggested he change it. Okay, he hopped over into the bed and pulled Blanky over him. Blanky was soft, very fleecy. Plus, Blanky's color matches his own perfectly. All right, Civil so it's my turn, right? Yup, you next, right. buddy boy. <sighs> Blanky adjusted his temperature to low and snuggled up the tails. Warm and happy, Tails was warm, and Blanky felt soft on him. His groin began to heat up from Blanky's heat, and the soft... Oh, no. (laughs) Yes? Yep. 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 And the soft feeling his fleecy cloth on him. This caused him to gradually become erect. As he became erect, this caused him to become more sensitive and to rub against his soft, warm companion even more. Soon, he was twitching with anticipation. Tails reached his hand down over Blanky and wrapped him around his cock. He began slowly rubbing the blanket on himself, tingling from the sensations. Blanky be- had be fucked. <laughs> Blanky had be fucked. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not a bad episode title. <laughs> Blanky had been too preoccupied with his content. Yeah. Snuggling to notice until that point. Nervously, Blanky exclaimed, What are you doing? I'm jacking off on you. Don't worry, bros totally do it all the time. Tails began to smile devilishly as he began rubbing his cock with the blanket faster. He could feel the heat building in his groin and wanted more heat, more pleasure. (laughs) Little did he know, Blanky was actually radioactive. He's rubbing uranium-235 on him. Mm. So he turned up Blanky to medium heat 
As the heat increased more, his cock began throbbing more, building up, becoming more intense. But it wasn't enough, so Tails, moaning, turned the heat on Blanky all the way up. He continued stroking, now picking up the pace even more. His cock felt like it was on fire, and it felt great. He should probably go see a doctor. Tell me he doesn't die in a cock fire. His eyes closed, moaning, face up towards the ceiling. Suddenly, Blanky screamed. Tails loved it and came, his hot, thick sperm pouring into the fabric. He hadn't noticed it, but there was a slight smell of smoke. Slight smell smoke. Slight smell smoke. He finally opened his eyes and looked down and saw that his cock didn't just feel didn't just feel like it was on fire. It literally was on fire. At some point, Oscar-worthy performance, Sean. What happened now? He was literally on fire. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, we have cock fire going on. Yeah. Yep. At some point, the friction had become too much and set Blanky as well as his cock on fire. He began screaming and attempted to beat out the flames. (laughs) Yeah, I see the word play there. With the only thing he had handy. His cock. (laughs) He whipped out his chicken and started beating his own penis with a chicken. Cock. Blanky was still screaming on fire and now being beaten against Tails' dick. Unfortunately, his cock had actually been on fire for a bit already, and the flames had spread across his crotch, dehydrating him. Yeah, that's the worst of his worries. (laughs) And scorching his beautiful golden fur. He had already reached the point where his flesh and muscle had been... Oh, God, why do you have to do this every time? Did he turn like? Is he made out of gasoline with all the gadgets he works on? Yes. What? Miles Tails per hour the fox is also made of gasoline. (laughs) This is what he does to his favorite character. Uh, There's two more. (laughs) And muscle had been peeled off, revealing bone. He already had his bone sticking out. And that's how Tails became the spooky, scary skeleton we talk about today on Halloween. <laughs> this has been A&E's before they were famous. <laughs> <laughs> he beat furiously, trying to put himself out, but it only spread the flames on him, Blanky, and now on some of the flammable objects in his room. Fire in the disco! Fire in the Taco Bell. floor. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. The workshop slash bedroom. No. With his nerves literally fried in his legs, Mm. he could no longer move. And slowly, his attacks against the flames weakened and slowed. Mm, Fried fox legs. He was engulfed by heat. And then slowly, he became numb as he lifts into Lincoln Park. <laughs> and I've become so numb, I can't feel my dick. And <laughs> I'm flesh on my legs, I think I'm gonna be sick. Very good, Steve. Thanks for cutting the tree hole. <laughs> I, I still had carrot cake. And his lungs filled with carbon monoxide. He became sleepy and laid down for his final rest. <laughs> Jesus. A few right. minutes later. I wonder how Sega's going to retcon this in the next Sonic Adventure game. Do, 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 do. Woo! <laughs> oh, yeah. Val, you're up being refereed by. Oh, wait, Burning Logan's my gone. crotch at the speed of I'm sound. Hungry. Monoxide poisoning has really got me down. All right, I'm going to ref you. Okay. 
Steve-O smelled the smoke, even the quarter mile from Tails' house. Or Tails' house. It was hoping that with Tills's help that they could use the Chaos Emeralds or something to open a portal with his technical know-how and could get back home. He was walking uphill and in a minute crested the hill and could see down to Tails's house. Black smoke billowed from the windows and as he watched, a pair of windows exploded with flames without crack. Crack! I heard double Ugh. of that. Yes. <laughs> Tails is actually well, freebasing. It's a <laughs> pair of windows, so... Steve sighed with dismay and slowly turned. Maybe Sonic still had the emeralds and could use Chaos Control or some shit like that to teleport him. Hopefully, what? it would make it before it was likely too late. Why is Sonic or why is Steve dissing May? She's actually a really good character in Pokemon. Also, not a bad what? half tank in Overwatch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chapter 9? Question mark. <laughs> I think you can start to see the pattern forming here. In parenthesis, Sonic's story. Oh boy. Others note. Hopefully, Steve-O, you won't be upset about your role in this story. That is keyword for you will definitely be upset about your role in this story. <laughs> like at the end of it, uh, fucking Steve has all of the things that have happened to our sad Sonic friends to him. So or or I am the maniacal genius who engineered fire. it. Right. I mostly found it amusing to insert you. Ha! <laughs> he said insert. Hold on. Let me fix that. Into you. There yes, you go. insert into you. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Steve-O, stop messing with the fix. <laughs> I mean, there's oh, so yeah. much like archival things that we have to do with this show. It's really distracting if you change the original content of the story, Steve. Oh, you mean like changing? Uh, I'll change every instance of the word the into Neopets. Please do. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, That's our April 1st joke. Uh, the, right. the fact that the show's continuing. No. (laughs) People like our show. Yes. Also, to other people reading, yes, I'm insane. Thanks for asking. All right. Sonic brought the sassy lamb back to his house, which in this reality was shaped like his own head, being narcissistic and all. I'm actually on board with this plot point. It's he subled it from Mark the Taper since we just watched that episode. Oh. It didn't take him long to get home. He lived on the other side of Emerald Hill, so he practically flew through the level at the world record pace of 40 seconds. Acts 1 and 2, but without having to be Dr. Robotnik. He was keen to get back home to get some alone time with Lampy. The entire less than a minute trip, Lampy was yelling for the hedgehog to slow down. Of course, Sonic just told him one of his signatures line. Gotta go fast! Followed by the comical, you're too slow! Anyways... After arriving at his house, where he finally stopped, and Lampy attempted to puke, but could not since, you know, he's a death lamp. Sonic brought the lamp inside. Oh, that was that was all the sentence. Sonic also, I like what Dizdon said. Oh. Cap can't cancel you, we will riot. If FNF gets cancelled, we riot! <laughs> Please don't tell Cap to cancel us. <laughs> we don't want to riot, and we also don't want Just to get cancelled. start canceled. a hater, uh, Twitter <laughs> hashtag. Oh, God. Hashtag uh, go like at nerdy show. Hashtag cancel FNF. No, no. no. Where, where else will we go? Uh, we could always go to Arecibo Radio. They love shows like this. Arecibo That's Radio stopped being a thing. Did it really? Arecibo Radio will cease operation soon on June 29th, 2015. Wow. Well, guess, guess what? what happened. Here's the other part of the tweet. Starting July 4th, all our active DJs will move to 8bitx.com. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Sonic brought the lamb inside. In his house, it was like looking through history. The entire house was decorated with him. Posters and prints of him on the walls, a shelf full of games with their respective consoles. He even had a copy of each game that came out for multiple consoles on their respective consoles. Consoles, consoles, consoles. Respective consoles. Respective consoles. Consoles. No PC. No PC, though, yeah. Let's forget there were ever ports on PC. He had the cartoons he was in, and even the entire collection of comics that he was in, even just as a cameo. The floor had a blue rug in the shape of his head, and even the furniture and dinnerware themed around him. For some reason, his toilet was themed after Donkey Kong. I don't know why. (laughs) Go poop in me. He sat limpy down on his sonic desk next to his other lamp, where the head was shaped like his, which had LED bulbs behind the eyes. A great piece of furniture, but lacked a certain something, like actually providing a decent amount of light. Lampy looked around a bit and then commented, So, you're a pretty big fan of Sonic, huh? Sonic laughed. Probably the biggest fan there is. Lampy laughed at this. Sonic looked at him with a now serious expression. No, literally. I have a giant fan that cools the house scene after me. Lampy looked puzzled for a moment, then dismissed the comment. That was uneventful. Console, console, console. Yeah. Console. Uh, yeah. Sonic's a scrub. Next up is me being refereed by Val, apparently. Oh. Oh, boy. So, what do you need me to do? The lamp asked, apparently impersonating Sonic. Other than lighting your desk so that you can read your comics about yourself? Sonic replied a bit nervously. You see, I've got this fetish where I stick things in my ass. Wow. <laughs> Just come out there and say it, huh? Yep. That, Damn. Does that, well, even te- does that even technically count as a fetish? I think that's just an activity. Yeah, uh, that would be a kink. Fetish and kink yes. are kind of the same thing. No, a no. fetish is something you cannot have sex without. You sure? But yeah, it's the clinical definition. Yeah, yeah and she's got you there, Steve. Just, she yeah. knows more about sex than you do. It's an unusual preference. <laughs> oh, really? I, I like I like the second definition for fetish: an inanimate object worshipped oh, no, for its supposed magical oh. powers. <laughs> That's fucking beautiful. <laughs> uh, I'm not gay. I mean, I fucked Rogue and Amy more yeah, time. Rouge. It's Rouge. It's Rouge. <laughs> I've Rouge the bad. Damn it! I fucked an X Men. Sticking things in my ass. I was watching uh, Toonami Aftermath, and they played an episode of X-Men, the old 90s cartoon. It is not no, good. No, it, it has not no, aged well not either. No, no, almost nothing from that era in terms of low-budget animation has aged well, except for, like, maybe Batman the Animated Series. Well, that wasn't really low-budget, was it? Uh, the first episode, like, the pilot was high-budget, but for everything else, they, they subcontracted to a different studio. It was still high-quality, it just wasn't up to that same level, so... Uh, I would say it's not, like, low-budget, but it's also not fucking... It's not anime. I mean, it's anime. not fucking Spider-Man, the fucking TV show. We're, we're getting off on a tangent. I want to go back to about sticking things in Sonic's butt. More times than you can count. Than I can count. God damn it. Great job. But I couldn't, of course, tell them about it. Lampy again looked puzzled. So, where do I come in? Sonic smiled and again said this that famous taunt. You're too slow. Then his smile turns sly. I want you inside me. I'm just processing the lamp inside Sonic. 
Well, you know, just put an entire lamp right in your butt. <laughs> Turn it on at night. Open his yeah, mouth. It, it gives your colon that nice, warm, red glow. No, he can emit the sonic signal if he turns it on in his butt at night. <laughs> <laughs> ha! What would I put in? What would I put inside you, my cord? Lampy laughed. I mean, Sonic couldn't be serious, right? Oh, he's serious. He's serious like a butt fetish. <laughs> Sonic laughed coyly. He he he. Of course not. It's too small. It's too small. I want you to shove your face in my ass. Lampy looked disconcerted. That that doesn't sound safe. Oh, don't worry about that. I have this. Sonic pulled out a condom. (laughs) What? If you stick a condom over a light bulb, it'll exert equal pressure on all parts of the surface like an egg, and it won't break. We just get that's not true. I I was gonna say, did we just get scienced? But no, it's not true. Lampy wasn't sure about the logic behind that, (laughs) but who knows? Sonic hung out with a mechanical genius all the time. Tails must have rubbed off on Sonic at least a little, if not not rubbing off on him all the time. At least he would probably be rubbed off on the weekends. In any case, he had decided that he would give it a shot. Sonic smiled gleefully at this and pulled the condom out of wrapper. He pressed the end of the condom over Lampy's large bulb and slowly rolled it over the the bulb, it, with it slightly stretching over the surface. Val, bring me no. a condom and a bulb. I want to enact this. No. Oh, no. Not the in my butt thing, mind you, just putting a condom on a light bulb. Nope. Put it in no. your butt on air, Steve. <laughs> If you hear God, glass crack, warning at the beginning of this chapter. <laughs> no, warning: do, do not actually <laughs> stick a condom on a, a light bulb or stick that in your butt. No, no, no! You can put a condom on the light bulb. That's not the problem. <laughs> yeah, surprised where you draw. If you're going the line. to explore anal sexuality, you know, just do so in a safe manner. Make sure you watch some videos. Understand how it works. Light bulb is not safe. No. Light bulbs are not safe. Like, you know how most porn is not safe for work? Well, that's not safe for life Uh, because it will kill you. um, (laughs) The more you know, (laughs) Friday Night Fan Fiction. When he finished, it was revealed to be ribbed for his pleasure. No, not like swap.avi because there were no light bulbs in that. Sonic. No, there was a mason jar. No, that was. Swap.avi did not have the mason jar. Oh, no, I'm mixing with another one. Yes, the one that had the mason jar. Yeah. Can we just, like, glass ass. not talk about that <laughs> stuff? <laughs> Sonic, then- I, that's, that's all I'm going to mention. I'm not going to say anything This is my favorite line from the entire story forever. Sonic then took off his imaginary pants <laughs> and grabbed Lampy by the throat. It's like that time I went to school and I dreamt I was wearing pants. <laughs> Sonic poured about half a gallon of lube on the bulb as he was going to need every drop. He then, holding Lampy upside down, slowly inserted the protected bulb into his anus. His eyes rolled back into his head and his cock became incredibly hard, jutting out of its sheath. Shing! As each rib of the condom slid across his anus, he moaned in ecstasy. He soon had managed to get over half of the bulb into his ass and closed his eyes in relief. The hardest part was over. He more easily now slid the bulb in the rest of the way down to its base. The large round object in his ass. He could feel the pressure. Breathe with me. 
Breathe with me. Both of his rectum and of the resistance from the rubber-covered glass. With this pleasurable device now inside of him, he could now get to work. And now. He, <laughs> now. He's just going to show up at a part-time job at a drive-thru with a bulb in his hey! <laughs> And he began rubbing his pink, throbbing, exposed cock. Fenrir, you're up, being refereed by Sean. Penis! Penis! Mm. Penis! Okay. Uh, the pressure and feeling... Wait, which page are we? 12 or 13? 13. 13. 13. Okay. okay. Uh, the pressure and feeling was more intense than he had ever felt before. He began to stroke faster and his hips bucked in pleasure. His body became more and more full of spasms and it wasn't long before he was about to come. He then had an idea. A wonderful... Wait a minute. I already used that joke. Uh, <laughs> Lampy, Sonic said panting. I read ahead. Turn your light oh, on. God damn it, Steve. <sighs> I, w- I want to feel your warm light in my ass. No, cover your light. Yes. Stop loving yes. me. Yes, yes. Lampy turned on his light, not seeing any harm in it. The warmth immediately began to radiate inside of him. Oh, he was in ecstasy. The only thing that would have made it better was vibrations. Oh, well, he could do that another time. Suddenly, an earthquake and Sonic got his wish but died almost immediately <laughs> after from massive blood loss. <laughs> He felt a shiver run down oh, his God. through his whole body, and it was this uneven distribution of pressure on his rectal cavity that caused his powerful rectal muscles. He, he would have to have them right with the number of chili dogs he eats. Am I right? Or the amount of things he puts in his ass. To burst the light bulb inside him. No! Inside of him. The shattered glass cut through the condom, inserting hundreds of tiny shards into the wall of his large intestine. Why would you think this is something we would enjoy? Why? The contact for the bulb still... With a current running through it, made contact with his anal juices. There are no anal entire... juices, by the way. It's there. There's I, no. Yeah, I, yeah. That's not how the body works. Really, it, it's just because he the, the lube. But Listen. the contact for the bolt. Uh, uh, <laughs> Thanks, grass dragon. Entire oh. torso to seize up. <laughs> listen, listen, now... listen. As a biologist, I'll have you know that hedgehog biology is different from human biology, and they have plenty of anal fluid. Well, now I know. Yep, and knowing is half the battle. Transformers. This causes now collapsed rectum to contract further, pressing the shards of glass deeper into the now into now the entirety of his rectum. He didn't suffer much, though, and died after only a few seconds. Elsewhere... Steve-O was running up to Sonic's house. Perhaps he wasn't too late. I mean, who would fuck an appliance that's just <laughs> retarded in an offensive way, of course. <laughs> you know what? This is this is like, what is it? Uh, Final Destination, but in reverse. Like, yes. okay, Final Destination is a movie I don't like because death has better things to do. Than <laughs> yes, stuff. I know, stuff right? College kids. Meanwhile, I'm like, okay, so if this were like Final Destination, death would be like, you know what? I'm doing them a service, honestly. Let's be let's be real here. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, after he finished getting through the zone to Sonic, as place, he finished, not after he. It's oh, as he yeah, finished. as he finished getting through the zone to Sonic's place, he saw that the house was still standing, which was a good sign. He carefully approached the house, since he had no idea what could happen today. He crept up to the window and peered inside. There was Sonic laying on the floor with Lampy, both dead. 
blood pooling around Sonic's ass, with him surrounded by a narcissistic altar to himself and his achievements. The sight so and the smells were too much for him. He puked and gave up on Knuckles, partially since he had no way to climb to get to the floating fortress of the Master Emerald, partly because he knew it was futile. The dumb-fucking echidna was going to get his dick fried off by a toaster. He oh. turned and headed for the only sane person left, Dr. Eggman. You know, I, I like this meta-commentary on the smarts of the Sonic team. Also, to be fair, Dr. Eggman, besides Knuckles, is my favorite character from Sonic Boom. I, l- I love what they've done with him. Right? He's fun. He is so fun. But the whole part where, like, they're trying to destroy the Calbot that he accidentally sent to destroy his own fortress, and it's just Sonic, Tails, and Eggman sitting bored, and he goes to Sonic and says, So, Sonic, bro to bro, you and Amy, what's going on there? (laughs) I love it. Bro to bro, you and Amy, what's going on there? Also, where their brains get switched and, um... Sonic gets inside Eggman's body. He's like, I'm not Eggman. I'm Sonic. And the, one of the robots goes, he thinks he's Sonic again. And the other one goes, well, I'm not going to be Amy this time. <laughs> splooch, splooch, splooch. All right. Chapter 10. Then, Question mark. Am I even going to write this chapter? Author's note. I don't have a good author's note for this chapter. When to go? Oh, it's a short one. So I don't know. Thank God. <laughs> David, you get to read the, the thing. I get to read the uh, uh, huh? The thing, yeah. Oh, oh boy. All right, so. <clears throat> well, what's my voice, actually, Steve? Uh, just do, nor- do narrator, David. All right. Knuckles picked up the toaster. Tears in his eyes. He had made his way somehow back to his floating island where he protects the Master Emerald. He did have to take a detour to Pumpkin Hill, though, to find his lost piece. He knew it was there. He could sense it in his feet. (laughs) The Great Emerald's power allows him to feel. Soon, though, he was back at the Sky Sanctuary and had once again restored the Master Emerald. He sat, toaster, next to some of his other assorted appliances, since he didn't have a formal kitchen. He grabbed a loaf of bread. Whoa. Let's not do that, computer, all right? Don't fucking scroll up when you shouldn't scroll up. He grabbed a loaf of bread and stuck a couple of slices in. He pressed down the lever and waited about 30 seconds. The slices of bread became toast through the magical chemical process of cooking. (laughs) (laughs) That was also a magical chemical process that happened inside your body. (laughs) The toast popped up. It was perfectly golden brown, a gorgeous piece of culinary art. Knuckles then pulled out a jar and spread delicious peanut butter on the toast. Mm -hmm. He then pulled a bottle and poured that sweet, sweet honey all over that slice of peanut butter toast. Just the thought of biting into this masterpiece that he created make him hard. His split, a chidna pinus, (laughs) he grabbed the toaster and shoved his cock into both slots, simultaneously crying and taking a bite of his dessert. I'm sure you can guess how that turned out. What, the dessert was delicious? He got his dick fried off. No! And did, in fact, die, if you were questioning that. Didn't even wait for the toaster to cool off. Fucking idiot. In his death rose, Knuckles said under his breath, I actually chuckled one time. He went... (laughs) 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 And then he died. (laughs) 
This time, no one showed up to witness his untimely death, and he lay there for a long time before his body was discovered. The peanut butter toast moldy and disgusting. The honey was fine, though, since, of course, honey doesn't really spoil. Knuckles was mostly bone, but since everyone who cared about him died, this incident caused little sadness. Chapter 11-ish. The End Slash Epilogue. Steve-O arrived at Eggman's lair. To his surprise, Eggman just let him in. Steve-O sat down and explained the untimely deaths of the main four protagonists of the series. Eggman simply listened with his hands folded as he recounted the events of the last ten chapters. <laughs> if you forgot what happened, feel free to re- reread it if you want. No! No, 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 no! I haven't even... I haven't even read half of this shit I've written. Once Steve-O reached the end of the story, Eggman looked off into the distance with a look of consternation. Hamp! Eggman snorted, as if finally resolving some deep inner struggle. I tried for years to defeat that hedgehog and his pals, and all I needed to do was to get them to kill themselves by attempting to have sex with robots. Makes sense, especially after Sonic 2006. He then chuckled with disdain. Sure, if that's true, I can simply collect the Master Emerald as well as the Chaos and Hyper Emeralds. Um, that, that should be more than enough to get you back home. Steve smiled in relief. So, what are you going to do now that your slave is dead? <laughs> yes, that's how <laughs> Confirmed. Perfect. It is canon. I love you, booby. <laughs> Steve is booby. <laughs> And he's giving me the silent treatment. I've been excommunicated. You haven't been excommunicated, Dave. This entire evening has been an excommunication of at least one fan. What? Not you. You're not a fan. You're host. Man, some days I wish I could be excommunicated as a fan. (laughs) His name rhymes with sombrero crab. Ah, got it. Uh, His name is sombrero crab. That's, that's your new name forever. All right, last up is going to be Sheikah's going to read the next pa- oh, uh, two paragraphs. Oh, Fenrir Goshad. And then Fenrir, you're going to read the two paragraphs after that. Oh, okay. So you're at page 15, and you're just going to read those two paragraphs. Who Who's talking right now? Is it Dr. Eggman? That is yes. Eggman. Yes. I don't know what he sounds like. He sounds like this. Hello, Sonic. I sound like this. But I'm all right, myself occasionally, too. Basket weaving? Who knows? First, though, comes the absolute domination of this planet. Don't worry about your world, though. I've had enough there after finding out that my grandfather nearly blew up the place along with me with it. With, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Besides, I think that it's fair to spare your world after you were directly responsible for bringing my foes to their doom. Steve-O was- hadn't thought about that. It really was directly his fault. He was the one who opened the portal to let them through. He should have just thrown them out with the rest of the junk, but no. He had to have a heart of fucking gold. He thought, though, that could make him the antagonist of the story, actually. He, (laughs) through a single direct action, caused the deaths of four beloved classic characters. He decided then that he would take this story and put it to some sort of medium so that it would be forever remembered. In fact, he could read this story on a oh, podcast that he and some friends would record on Wednesday nights and then release the following Friday night. That's he wrong. Smiled. That's surprisingly meta. And knew that the story would be bigger than any of them. Bigger than maybe even the Bible. The greatest what? story ever told, in his opinion, anyways. Apparently because I look like Jesus. 
<laughs> All right, Fenrir, <laughs> take us home. Bit. Eggman left to collect the necessary items. It only took a few days, and then Eggman had a working portal using some of the leftover bits from the parts of Tails' bits workshop. Bits left over. <laughs> of the bits left over from you the parts. This. There's no excuse. <laughs> of you Tails' workshop. You should know all this is. I didn't read it. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? Uh, that weren't entirely scorched. He bid adieu to Eggman and stepped through the portal, which had been conveniently opened in front of his house. He wasn't too particularly concerned about neighbors seeing since no one looks out of their windows anymore or takes an interest in the goings-on of their neighbors these days, as I insert more forced morals. He was just anxious to see his wife Val again. Square boobs and all. To the door and knocked since he felt too awkward to just go in after a few days of not being there. She was so excited to see him that as soon as she opened the door, she wrapped him in a full embrace. And that the dog evening, also came up and went, bark, 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 bark. <laughs> and then Logan called and said, Steve, Steve, let's hang out. And then David called and said, get me Chinese food. I didn't say that. <laughs> that evening, he recounted his tale about what happened to him to her. She simply replied. And then Val, if you want to read that last line. Come on, feet don't let on see coffee. Well, you speak wow, French almost you. like a native Canadian. <laughs> Wait, what did she say? Fantastic. <laughs> no, seriously, what did she say? I couldn't tell. <laughs> it's the last line. Hold on. To Google Translate, just to see how this gets fucking butchered. As one makes his bed, one goes to bed. Oh. Well, that's not a. That's not. That's a pretty badass line to go out on, though. <laughs> well done. Well, well, well done, Fenrir. Well, well it's, done. It's, it's a close number two to. Frankly, my dear, I love you. Let's remarry. Edited for seniors <laughs> and Steve. Didn't that movie used to have a war in it? You had your turn. <laughs> 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 well, thank you, Fenrir and Sheikah, for reading what Fenrir apparently never proofread ever. GG. Yeah. What the hell, man? Like, I'm cool with the smut. Violent deaths, not so much. I, uh, yeah. Okay. So, on one thought, I mean, death at the height of climax, I can deal with that. It's a good way to go. You know, orgasm endorphins running, suddenly you, you know, you're skydiving, having sex with somebody, and your parachute doesn't deploy. That's, that's not a bad way to leave this, <laughs> this mortal coil. But not only fucking various appliances, but multiple times? Come on, man. Yeah, it, did, yes. it did get a little bit uh, repetitive towards the end. It felt like like it was like too much. Yeah. 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 Like one dead, the rest like hospitalized would have been fine. I mean, this was also <laughs> my know. first attempt at a fan fiction period. So uh, give you a seven out of ten, seven point two. French judges might knock off okay. a couple more points, well, but yeah. come back better, next year. He's better than that condiment king guy. Oh, gosh. No, we don't. We don't read his shit anymore. That was just too bad. He's on I the level of Eogris now. one is a lot funnier. Yeah. No, that was that was a lot of fun. And uh, Fenrir, this is your like a return time for you. And this is your first time on the show. Sheikah. Yeah. So, did you enjoy it, or are you just going to stop even paying attention to us now? I had a fantastic time. Hooray! We have somebody who actually... Well, we've got lots of people who actually care. We love you guys so much. Just not when you're writing stories about so many people dying. Yeah, that part. Yeah. No, I mean, I got worried when you started left-hand writing about the deaths. That maybe you were getting off on this. 
No, no, absolutely not. It it was a uh, it was more of a. I actually didn't think about the like the snuff sexual aspect of it when I was writing it. And if I had reread it, I probably would have noticed it. <sighs> You're done. Well, I mean, I would trust you, except I can imagine you just sitting in your room, rubbing your hands together maliciously. Now, I I had no intention of getting off on this steep. No. That's almost uh, an evil Ronnie Reagan. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we're wrapping early for once. Damn. Are we just getting that good at our show? Yes. Well, no, since beating around the bush, thank you once again to Sheikah and Fenrir and to Val, David, Logan, and Sean, and to everybody who listened. And I- I'm going to actually go get some brain bleach because this thing, I'm sad now. Who are you? Not just because I-, I don't care about the characters dying. This is a really poor portrayal of me in the story. I'm well, sorry. Because you don't write with pen poop. And paper. Exactly. It's crucial. That's the only Do you guys reason. have any idea yeah. how hard it is when he makes a list of groceries and then we have to shop and he hands it to me and he's like, Val, you're in charge of it. I have to try and decipher what he wrote. And it, it, it's not even certain that he can reread himself. Yeah, I, I asked it's, her to get a pork loin and she ended me getting like a, a big dildo. I mean, that that's just thoughtful right there. They dildos grocery stores. They do at the kind of grocery stores I shop at. <laughs> Those are the best grocery stores. Hi there. Thanks for listening to Friday Night Fan Fiction. Be sure to check out FridayNightFanFiction.com where you can sign up to be a guest on the show, submit fan fictions for us to read, and join our Discord server to hang out with us. All backing music used in Friday Night Fan Fiction is available via Overclocked Remix at ocremix.org. Be sure to check them out for over 3,000 fan arrangements and 60 fan arrangement albums of free video game music. Ending credits music, Koopa Nova by Diodes. Opening musical credits, Deforestation by Thunder Thoen and Castlemania 2010 by Ben Briggs. We hope you enjoyed listening to this and we'll catch you next episode.